Welcome to Stock Markets with KR, a podcast where I share my journey of the financial markets and my analysis and insights. So I'm glad to see you here and let's get started. This is episode 266 and I hope that you're listening to this one at a speed you're comfortable at. Friday was a very interesting day, I'm sure that you know, because Thursday night, it was all over Twitter, it was all over the news, it was all over every single finance-related website that you can imagine. That SGX Nifty was down by quite a lot, the US markets were down by around 5%, and as such, Friday, the markets opened at a gap down. Now, that was of course on Friday, coming to what might happen tomorrow, And what is the scenario as of now? Uh, DJIA right now, the DJIA futures have closed 1% in the red. But the candlestick shows some solid rejection of lower levels and the recovery that it's made from its lows is almost around 400 points or so, which is a very, very big amount, I think. So that's a good thing. And uh, the other global markets did not close that negatively after the massive sell-off either. I think they're all within that 1 to 1.2% negative range, which is all well under control. So I think um, tomorrow is possibly going to be an interesting day. Of course, uh, there's, there's a very good chance that we see it being negative. But by the looks of it, it does not look like it's probably going to be wildly negative just yet. So let's see uh, how, how things move. And I hope that you're listening to this one at a speed you're comfortable at. And let's move to Reliance. Reliance closing at 2077 has been under some very intense negative selling pressure since quite some time. If you look at my Twitter at Markets with KR, you'll see that I've you know shared a picture of two charts. One is the line chart, one is the candlestick chart, and they both indicate a very clean and a very distinctive negative downward trend line which shows that that, that's been acting as a resistance. So according to that, anything above 2115 or so is going to be crucial for Reliance to really make some positive moves. But coming to, you know, more on what happened on Friday, it was showing some very strong signs of recovery and it had the potential to really pull up the market. But there was intense selling pressure right around 2096 which is you know really what what ended up dragging reliance down but also ended up dragging uh, nifty down as well i'm assuming uh, now the good thing in this is that the delivery percentages have been going up since the last time we spoke about them this time it was around 45% or so which is very solid it's above the average which is great and i think that that does show signs of some good accumulation that's happening So that's there. Now, intraday moves were quite weird and honestly, they were very similar to what we've been seeing on Wednesday and Thursday. There's a dog barking outside my house. It always happens. It's 1 a.m. right now and there's that dumbass dog barking outside. But anyway, the intraday moves were very similar to Wednesday and Thursday where the price moved within a 5 to 10 point range. And what that means for traders is that for reliance ideally you are looking at a 5 to 10 point move at least anything less than that it really isn't even worth it getting into it unless you've got very high volumes and after slippages and such it it really ends up being a negligible profit which is why 
uh, you know days like those where the market is mainly moving moving sideways or when the stock is mainly moving sideways becomes a challenge uh, but anyway that that might have been possibly why uh, you know a lot of scalpers might have been active in the market because we were seeing those price bands being respected very very nicely and again it was uh, partially vwap partially a price zone so overall very interesting i'm sure that a lot of very pro traders made a lot of nice money nice returns on friday uh, i was not one of them i was long on reliance because the momentum appeared to be there but i did not really exit in time as i was barely at break even and it was just around support so i held on to it and the trade later was moving in my direction it was going all right and even the buyers and sellers were looking fine buying was picking up but possibly at around 2:30 pm is where the di's might have entered and one sharp negative candle changed pretty much everything by raising all progress i think it must have trapped a lot of buyers as well and a lot of bulls as well because the market depth again showed good buying happening so uh, you know that's that it's not really a good sign but then these traps are always there and because of that little that little you know sharp negativity i'm sure it was market wide as well because nifty fell by quite a bit um you know after that point which we'll discuss in some time uh, but that was my trade and all things considered it was a bit it was a bit above my risk limit but you know trading on sideways days knowing that reliance has been an absolute shit of a stock to trade since the past few days uh, i really have to know what i'm getting into so it it's not really uh, a very big deal i i know that it was a bit of a risky move doing that but then that's fine sometimes you have to take that risk because on thursday evening i was looking at a few other stocks and it turns out that reliance really is you know one of the more saner stocks if you can call it that most of the others with higher margins were absolutely terrible so i just thought i'd mention that coming to my other trades now this is related to my swing position i partially exited dmart it went up quite a lot around 2380 i believe was the high and then it was coming down from its high so it ended up you know i exited of course once it was coming down from its high partial exit 50% quantity and after that it ended up retracing i think 110 points further so that's of course a very 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 strong uh, number and obviously that that means that i i stood to gain on that and then i parked those funds in hul as it's been making some restrictive moves and that that means a larger move might be coming for hul and overall it's a good stock so um that that's what i did of course the larger move may be in either direction that's always a possibility but you know based on what we're seeing if the market does correct unless you know it's a proper sell off we might just see hul doing fairly okay let's move to nifty i forgot to mention in reliance that i think 2050 is going to be an important support level for reliance if that's taken out a 2000 retest could be likely which is possibly going to be the last line of defense for the bulls because we've seen the Uh, we've seen reliance falling to around 2000 2004 before bouncing back up almost in a v shape so i just thought i'd mention that possibility and now moving to nifty 
It closed at 11,333.85, down 193.6 points or 1.68%, which is not too good at all. It made a high of 11,452 and made a low of 11,303. So a good 150 point range, which is healthy. It's not too, it's not too wide. It's not very narrow either. It's somewhere in the middle. Quite a massive gap down opening, though. I'll give it that. Anyway. Now, the daily chart of Reliance, or not Reliance of Nifty, shows how much progress was made by Nifty, but all was in vain as this, this mini sell-off of sorts wiped everything out, ending the day at a new low. Someone had shared a 20 EMA chart, and uh, you know basically it's been respected all along, but now on Friday it, it broke it, so shorter term trend has been broken, but then these MAs and moving averages are largely indicative in nature. You just, just because it breached an MA does not mean that it's the end of the world, in my opinion. If if the sentiment can catch up, then, you know, that, that MA is just going to be a random line. But, I mean, I just thought I'd mention that. Uh, that, that, that reversal intraday, though, again, shifting gears from daily to intraday, but that reversal intraday, that we saw, you know, a strong move earlier, a strong build up, and then that reversal that we saw around 11,454 or so, uh, 4.52 or so, is not something that happened at a very significant level. We know that 4.50 and 50 levels in general for Nifty are very, very important, but there really weren't a lot of, uh, you know, important or interesting movements around that level in the past. So, not quite sure what really triggered that, but whatever did. There was no looking back and if you had shorted at that level, you could have captured most of the move because it never really retraced, you know, on the on the down move. So that's quite interesting to see. And uh, midday, my view, my view on Nifty midday was I felt that the market ignored the bearish uh, sentiment from the US markets earlier. I felt that, you know, it acknowledged them after that gap down opening, but uh, on, on the, the grand scheme of things, I personally felt that it was almost ignoring and almost rejecting that news item or that, that sort of negative sentiment that we saw. But after that sharp fall and, you know, Nifty, of course, closing right around its low that it created after, you know, even beyond that, even, even beyond the opening low, I think that that theory went out of, went out of the window. So, uh, that... And I think tomorrow, now coming to tomorrow, there's, there's always a chance that it could, you know, just be a, a way to clear weak hands of bulls and this might just be a trap. But that, that's of course the skeptical way to look at it. I think that if, if the sentiments manage to catch up tomorrow, we might see some possibly uh, positive moves in this week. 11,250 to 11,300 is going to be a very important support level for Nifty to hold. If that's breached, possibly 11,150, 11,180 is going to be an important level. And beyond that, I'm not quite sure. 11K is there, but then you've got so many levels, 10, 9, 80 and such. So it's it's got a lot of support levels. On the upside, it's also got a lot of resistance levels, most notably between 11,440 and 11,625. 440 is just where today's rather on Friday's high was so that's going to be important but uh, the important thing here is when we look at the weekly chart it shows us bearish engulfing which is straight off the bat you know not really a good sign at all and it's got very high volumes again not a good sign this is exactly our previous CIP 
where the market corrected around 15% over 14 weeks after we saw reversal at that level. Again, a bearish engulfing at that level, 15% correction over 14 weeks or around 1700 points, which is not too good. If we do see that happening, we might just see a negative quarter. Uh, I think Q3 2021 might just be a negative one for the market. But then, you know, that, that's very cyclical, I guess. It's not really something we can control. So no point really wondering. Job, the best that we can do is uh, be prepared for that. And uh, that's my view. Coming to the OI, I just thought I'd mention it. I know it's been a very long episode. It's, it's I think 10 minutes past 10 minutes now already. Apologies for that, but I hope you understand there's a bit more to cover this time than, uh, than you know, in our normal episodes. But again, OI for Nifty highest OI strike is 12,500 call. Both call put side, both highest strike is 12,500 call. And I wonder if this is because of the new margin regulations because you need to do almost a token uh, a token option entry just so you can lower your margin requirements and such who who knows that that could be likely uh, but then again you know i think overall oi doesn't really show very weird signs we are seeing the range around 11,000 to 12,500 so it hasn't really moved lower than 11k which is good um, so you know we can we can take that however we want to Coming to VIX, last time I calculated a range of 2.6% plus or minus 2.6% either direction. And based on the same calculation, uh, you know, we'd done for intraday, the actual range for, or rather the actual movement for Nifty in the past week was 2.69%, which is just 0.09% off, which is honestly quite uncanny. So I'll do this for uh, this coming week as well and let's see how accurate it is. Let's move to Bank Nifty though, finally, right? Closing at 23,011, it's taken an absolute beating after the 200 DMA resistance. That's, a, that's the 200 daily moving average resistance. It hasn't quite formed a bearish engulfing just yet on the weekly chart, but it's very, very close. I think 22,750 has to be held in order to retain the bullish trend. If it's breached, we could see some lower levels between 21125 and 21625. With Nifty's new weightages, banks have gained quite a lot. In fact, ICICI Bank is back to the number five spot, you know, taking it away from T uh, TCS. HDFC Bank has also gained. In fact, banking uh, stocks are the only ones that have gained in the new rebalance, um, you know, in the top, top section, because even Reliance's weightage went down. So I think that might mean that the correlation that we see between Nifty and Bank Nifty might increase ever so slightly, because of course, those those percentages are you know going to be uh, they, they, they're going to be held right so uh, that and a few important banking stocks like Kotak, ICICI Bank, SBI Bank are approaching support so I feel all hope is not lost just yet for the bulls which is a good sign but the scenario seems to be better for the bears as the moves are in their direction open interest in bank nifty is quite odd as it almost seems restricted with the range of you know, very wide 3,000 3, points. Uh, but I feel that that just means that the uncertainty has increased. And I think overall also, you know, between the strikes, you could see 500 strikes having the highest OI. Um, but apart from that, there, there really wasn't a lot of activity in the OI section. So I'm not quite sure what's happening. But clearly quite a lot of people might be uncertain about where Bank Nifty might be headed. That's why they aren't really willing to take a lot of positions. So uh, that's my view. 
and uh, another thing it's it's more of a note that i wanted to say i generally record these videos or not not videos but these audios with a very apparent bullish bias it's it's obvious you know it's not something that i try to uh, actively include it's not something i try to actively hide it's just something that happens i think to some level most people have that bullish bias because we want the prices to go up but the truth is that while i do have swing positions most of my analysis for the for you know uh, not just these episodes but also in general is for day trading primarily which means that i cannot have that bias especially on the short side as it protects my portfolio by giving me cash when i short something in in sort of exchange for unrealized losses on my holdings if they go down on a sell off so i think that uh, that that sort of bullish bias that that tends to be there even in today's episode i've talked so much about possible recoveries and possible reversals it's crazy so that that bullish bias is something that is very important to understand not just in my episodes but also potentially even in your trades you know i'm sure that intraday you might have made errors where you know you you had that bias either either bullish or bearish that that might have you know um prevented you from taking a more accurate trade so that's that's very important to do and i'm sure that with time and with enough self consciousness and with enough objective thinking rather than subjective thinking combined with contextual analysis we'll get there so that's about it for this weekly episode my view for this coming week is honestly it's very cautious right now there's there's absolutely no beating around the fact that uh, the markets aren't very well placed so that's that's something which is unavoidable at the same time i feel there is some room for recovery and if those levels are respected then it's fine if those levels aren't respected then it's probably going to be an interesting um you know show to see i guess but anyway that's it for this one i hope you found this helpful and informative apologies for the longer episode but i hope it was uh, you know worth it i guess happy trading this coming week Thank you.